Here is something really enchanting. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls? This is Resonance with Chris Michaels, and uh, we this is the first time we've been back in over a month, a couple of weeks, and so this is going to be a fantastic new era of OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. If you like me and others, you can go over to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. You can sign up with a profile and contribute to the conversation with any of our brilliant hosts. Also, you can find OnTheWakeUpRadio.com uh, on Instagram, and we have all sorts of posts going on there about what shows are coming up next, so definitely do that, and guess what? There's a lot of new traction going on with OnTheWakeUpRadio.com because they are now taking out ads in media. So, oh, God, you are on the precipice of something enormous about to erupt, and this is fantastic. If you are enjoying things like Sheeb, the crypto coin that was up over what? I think a thousand percent over the past couple of days on the wakeupradio.com is going to be even bigger than that. So just gird your loins because that's what we're doing. So residence is usually broadcast every single Wednesday from eight to ten, eight, eight to ten, eight to <laughs> seven to eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. See, we got to get back into the groove of it. We haven't been here for a month. So seven to eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single Wednesday. Um, but occasionally we take time off, and that's just what we've done. We're getting back into it, which is a good thing. If you like me, you can go find me, Last Call Caravan, on Twitter and also Instagram. And you can find my other podcast, Last Call with Chris Michaels, on all of the podcasting platforms like Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. And all you have to do is a Google search, and you'll find me there too, Last Call with Chris Michaels, and I pop up all over the place. Speaking of people that are popping up, Goodness gracious, Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland is this floppy-haired, long, droopy-faced, bespeckled moron who is the attorney general of the United States. Now, Merrick Garland is a dirtbag through and through. Reason number one, his wife was responsible for creating the criteria on how to audit elections after it was uh, basically stolen in November of 2020. Also, Merrick Garland's son-in-law is responsible and uh, for publishing and also making quite the bundle by distributing critical race theory material to all the school boards. And Tom Cotton took him to task today over all of this. It is disgusting. Even Senator Ted Cruz. Grandpa Munster lookalike with a beard took Mr. Garland to task. It was pretty embarrassing because Mr. Garland would not answer whether or not he stood to benefit 
from his son-in-law's investments and business by distributing the critical race theory uh, criteria, not criteria, but curriculum for schools. And uh, he just wouldn't answer it. He was asked whether or not he went to the ethics board or the ethics committee within the Department of Justice, and he would not answer it. Through and through, he would not answer it. And he was also being thrown to task about why he wrote a memo considering parents that show up to school board meetings as domestic terrorists. They even created 10 different types of felonies that the Department of Justice could go after these parents with once they're considered domestic terrorists and they fall under the Patriot Act. So uh, it's disgusting, reprehensible, absolutely fascistic or communistic. This is the type of administration we have in the United States right now. It is quickly becoming another Australia, and we have to be very, very certain and sure of the path that we are intending to take as American citizens. Because if we do one false step, if we let them get one little thing over us, it is doomed, it being society. It is disgusting that anybody like this is given a seat of power anywhere within the United States. And people, thankfully, are coming to realize that this just will not be able to go on. When uh, President Biden was in Virginia, uh, they're trying to get Clinton butt boy, Terry McAuliffe, to be governor of Virginia. Now, Terry McAuliffe, he, I don't know if he's on Adderall or if he's on opioids or both, because uh, the, the amount of smiling he does is, is, is not normal. I'd really like to look at his pupils up close because I can tell you pretty much this guy is on something. I don't think he's drunk. He's definitely on uppers. Uh, he's on whatever Joe Biden's on. Um, and thankfully, people are starting to realize that these people are a bunch of clowns. So they started the chants. We, uh, what, it was either we love Trump or we want Trump or something like that. And they didn't know what to do. Uh, Terry McAuliffe couldn't hear what the crowd was saying. So he's sitting there smiling like a jackass. And Biden realizes it uh, and says, no, no, no. Let them say whatever they want. Let them say whatever they want. Oh, by the way. Uh, somebody was smart enough to compare the signatures of Joe Biden when he was vice president and Joe Biden when he is president. And let me tell you something. Those signatures aren't the same. They don't even look similar. The way the letters are done, it, it looks like somebody is trying to forge Joseph Biden's signature. It's really, really sad that these clowns think they can get away with something like this. And now there is something else that also comes to light about Joe Biden. It's, it's, an, it's in passing. Somebody posted it, and if it looks good, we could be on to something enormous. So a long time ago, a long, long time ago, John F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, was it John F. Kennedy Jr.? I think it was. Uh, the one that died in the plane crash. I think it was John F. Kennedy Jr. He penned the missive. He wrote a note, handwritten, to Joseph Biden. And he just said, you are a traitor. Now, nobody really knows what he meant by that. Um, we, we can only guess. I mean, there, there are probably plenty 
of indications on why Joseph Biden could be a traitor. But we don't know the exact reason why JFK Jr. wrote that to him. Uh, but somebody decided to post a Time magazine article from the 1960s. And on the cover of that Time magazine is Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald being the one that supposedly shot JFK. And if you do a side-by-side -side comparison between Lee Harvey Oswald and a very, very young Joseph Biden, there are striking similarities to that facial structure. This is Resonance with Chris Michaels via OnTheWakeUpRadio.com, and I'll be right back after this. This is OnTheWakeUpRadio.com, and you're listening to the brilliant Chris Michaels with the show Resonance. We're here every single Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we talk about brilliant things. Now, they are coming for your children. There is a war going on between the federal government and whether or not you control what your child does during the school day if you're using the public school system. Just for a comparison, the reason why they're pushing this is because the school unions, the teachers' unions, are so overwhelmingly powerful. Uh, it, it, just, for, just for round numbers, it takes about $15,000 per student per year in the public school system, while it takes about $600 per student per year if you were to homeschool those kids. So you can understand why the teachers' unions are really threatened by the prospect of parents having more control over the education of their children. Minnesota. A school board in Minnesota is so upset about parents trying to figure out what goes on during the school day that the school board chairwoman, Jody Sapp, is now only recognizing parents if they give out their full address before speaking to the Board of Education over there. I mean, you're asking somebody to dox themselves before they approach the pious education, the, the, the school board. Who the hell are they to say this? How come we don't know their addresses? They're, what they're trying to do is they're trying to turn parents against one another. And they're trying to make sure that there is discord. And ultimately, ultimately, the goal, like David Icke has said for decades, is to remove custody from the parents remove the the child's the parents custody of the child from the parents and give it over to the states that's why you're seeing all of this radicalized curriculum within the school systems and also at, at this point you must know about what what is it Loudoun County so there was a guy or I should say a student who is supposedly trans. Now, the student is essentially a guy in a skirt. She may identify as a trans, but the way this person is acting, it is more like a guy in a skirt because he raped not one child, but two kids. And he did it in the women's bathroom. So the school board decided to not talk about this. And the only time people actually knew about this kid's raping of girls, by the way, was when the father showed up to the school board meeting 
and started to talk about how his daughter was raped by this kid. And he was, the father was immediately arrested and removed from the school board meeting. Now, how disgusting do you have to be? And by the way, the reason why this school board didn't want that story to be known for, I mean, it, it was this, the father was arrested two months after the event is because they were busy pushing and trying to get through a pro-trans agenda in their curriculum. I mean, I've seen the curriculum because, because you can go to their website and, they, and then they review all the movies that they intend to show to students. It's all, it's all about gender dysphoria. It's all about same-sex relationships and exploring the idea of being a lesbian or being gay or what your gender is. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm bi, maybe I'm gay, maybe I am androgynous. And speaking of all of that, and this is part of this is part of this agenda. Today, you can now in America, you can now get a passport, and your gender could be the gender of X, the letter X, if you choose not to identify as a male or a female. This is the lengths that they're going to to create the amount of discord to rip the fabric of society apart. And this ultimately is what they call an insurrection. This is this is what you're, what they're doing here is hollowing out society. They're trying to make so much disagreement within the social fabric of America that nobody can agree with one another, and the people that do agree with each other turn radicalized. And it doesn't matter what side you're on. It could be left, it could be right. You're just radicalized and you absolutely detest the other side. This kind of thing is what Hitler did during the 20s and 30s when he was waltzing into countries that he did not want to actually fight. He just wanted to assert the power of the current structure before, without firing a shot. I mean, just look at Austria, look at uh, I think Prussia, what old Prussia was. You do all sorts of research on this. The same thing that happened then is happening now. But since nobody wants to study history, since everybody is too busy ripping down statues, which, by the way, I never understood why statues of the losing army, like Robert E. Lee and all the other ones, I never understood why statues were even erected in the first place for losing the Civil War. But the point is, is that you must know the history behind all of these events, whether it's the, the, the Civil War, the First World War, the Second World War, on and on. You must study those aspects. Now, why, what is so important behind learning why they're doing this to kids? It has to do with the inoculations. What are they going to do with these inoculations, and why are they targeting kids why are they trying to create gender confusion within the upcoming generations and i'll tell you why right after this this is chris michaels and also this is resonance via on the wake up radio.com this is resonance via on the wake up radio.com this is chris michaels if you like what you're hearing head on over to the website on the wake up radio.com contribute to the discussion sign up with a free profile and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. If you, like me, the brilliant, lovable fuzzball and host of Resonance, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram 
at Last Call Caravan, and also find my other podcast, Last Call with Chris Michaels, on the daily. I do four podcasts a week. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. Sometimes I slur, sometimes I make it up. Sometimes I don't even do any show prep. But as always, I will give you a lot of glittering jewels of intelligence to mull around in that noggin of yours. So like I said before, Kanye West decided to try and sing poorly, I might add, at the end of that song with Andre 3000, which, by the way, he put it out a month ago. Does anybody, did anybody know? Did anybody know he put out a new song with Andre 3000? But what we were talking about is that they are going after children now, they being the government, they being the CDC and the FDA. They just recently approved from their approval board 17 to 0 in favor of inoculating children ages 5 to 11 with the Pfizer BioNTech inoculation using emergency use authorization. So now you're going to start to see all of these schools come out with mandates for these inoculations, which are not approved, and they are only available due to a crisis. Now, the only way this will stop is it, it, it has to do with an executive order. And once Biden removes the executive order, once he says that COVID is no longer a threat, all of this stuff comes crashing down. You can't do mandates. You can hold the pharmaceutical companies accountable and all of the rest. All the things that you think should be happening would happen as soon as Biden says no more emergency. So he'll never, ever do that. You had the CEO of Moderna saying, oh, well, we may need a COVID-19 booster shot every single year, just like the flu vaccine. Where'd the flu go? I thought we got rid of the flu. I thought we eliminated that threat altogether. Ugh, God, these people are so stupid. Anyway, so why is this so disturbing? Why is the CDC and the FDA choosing to ignore the warning signs? Just from the statistics alone, from the CDC itself, they did a report called Reporting Rates of Myopericarditis per million doses administered by the manufacturer, sex, and dose number, seven-day risk period as of August 18th of 2021. Now, like I said, this is from the CDC itself. It also references John Sue and uh, his, his study, Safety Update for COVID-19 Vaccine, VAERS. Uh, also, the CDC admitted today that VAERS only represents about 1% of all reactions and deaths. So whatever number you see on VAERS, which is the site that people submit their reactions from vaccines to, times that by 100 and you're just about there for the amount of reactions that you're actually seeing. Um, so here's the deal. With this report, it breaks it down by age, gender, and so on. If they were to take the Pfizer vaccine and they being males between the ages of 16 and 17 and 8, basically if you're a teenage male going through puberty, you're going to love this. So overall, overall, a child, basically anybody under the age of 24, um, you have about a one in one million chance of dying from COVID. So out of every million kids, one is going to die from COVID. And do you know 
how many boys, how many teenage boys are going to suffer from myocarditis, a reaction from being inoculated with the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine? Myocarditis, heart inflammation, strokes, heart attacks. One in 317 boys suffer from myocarditis after vaccination. Do you think that risk is worth inoculating America's youth do you think when a child, basically anybody under the age of 18, the stat for that, one in one million kids have a chance of dying from COVID, but one in 317 boys have a chance of developing heart inflammation, strokes, and heart attacks. The, the, the FDA and the CDC are jeopardized. They no longer speak for us. It is absolutely clear. It cannot be any clearer unless these people absolutely said, hey, guess what? We don't care about you. We are just going to approve whatever the pharmaceutical companies tell us to approve. And then they had in a six hour, six hours, you had they went through the, the sitting board members that approved of the Pfizer BioNTech inoculation being given to five to 11 year olds. It was a six hour board meeting pretty much. And all the way in there, one of the voting members basically pulled a Nancy Pelosi. When the Affordable Care Act, uh, Obamacare, when that was being passed and people started to question Nancy Pelosi about what was in the thing, she said, well, I, th there are so many great things in the Affordable Care Act. You'll just have to pass it to find out. No, no, absolutely not, sweetheart. Well, that's just what happened anyway. But the point is you're not going to pass a bill unless you're able to read it. And if you don't know what's in the bill, then you shouldn't be passing it. The same thing is happening here at the FDA and the CDC. When you've got 17 FDA board members saying, yes, we recommend this, 17 to 0, with one abstaining. When they say okay to this, the person all the way in that six-hour talk says, well, we, we, we need – the only way to figure out all of the reactions is to start inoculating kids on a large scale. What? What? Why don't you do any studies? Why don't you acknowledge 13-year-old Maddie DeGare? And she was part of an 11, actually 2,200 participants, voluntary participants, to be inoculated with the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. And she was part of a trial group. Now, what's interesting about the trial group is that basically – they had a lot of reactions. And once these kids started to have a lot of reactions, they removed them from the study. And once you remove these reactions from the study, that means that these reactions and these kids suffering now are no longer part of the study and no longer factored into the statistics of reactions. Maddie DeGare was third, 12 when she got the vaccine. She's 13 years old now. She is in a wheelchair. She suffers from convulsions. And she can only eat now through a feeding tube that goes through her nose. Is this the kind of people? The CDC and the FDA. 
Do they acknowledge these kinds of people? Do they acknowledge that this child's life is now ruined? The only way this child can function now is by being an invalid. And the mother, who knows what the mother's uh, reaction to all of this is, she could be saying, well, I still promote the vaccine. No, no, you're a fucking idiot if you do that. Just look at your child. So why are they doing this? Why did a why does anybody trust somebody like Dr. Fauci? Why? I mean, just look at all of the drops that Dr. Fauci has had thrown at him over the past week, killing dogs and, and removing vocal cords from dogs so they couldn't hear the whimpering while flies, sand flies, eat the faces and kill the dogs for over 150 days in a row. Torturing monkeys removing parts of their brains with acid to enhance the fear hormones that get distributed throughout the monkey's body while they showed and introduced these poor monkeys to spiders and snakes to see how much fear hormones can be generated in these animals. Or what about in New York City? From 2004 to 2008, this is not that long ago, where Dr. Fauci funded studies in orphanages that tested out AIDS drugs. And do you know what happened to over 400 out of the 500 kids in orphanages that were subjected to these AIDS drugs trials? Over 400 of these kids ended up dead. Dr. Fauci is literally killing or funding the killing of children, dogs, now with all these vaccines, God knows what else, and Democrats still go with them. If you don't see the mental disorders within this country at this point, I don't know what to tell you. All right, so this is Resonance with Chris Michaels. I will be right back after this. This is on thewakeupradio.com. This is Chris Michaels, and you're listening to Resonance on onthewakeupradio.com. Uh, we're here for another six minutes, seven minutes. I don't even know. Less than ten minutes. How about that? So like us, find us, share us with all of your friends and social circles because we are on the precipice of something amazing after so long uh, with OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. We are about to burst on the scene like a nude, obese person. Your jaw is going to drop with the amount of coverage we're going to be doing over the next year or so. It's going to be fantastic. So OnTheWakeUpRadio.com, find us on Instagram. And also if you want to find me in other places, you can go to Last Call Caravan on Twitter and Instagram and also find me at Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, blah, 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 so on and so forth. But Dr. Fauci, child murderer, I mean, I'm sorry, he funded studies that ended up in the deaths of a lot of orphans, orphans in New York City. Now, for the Democrats out there that are always crying the blues about minorities and everything else, ask yourself this question. Why did Dr. Fauci choose a, a company to test AIDS drugs on orphans in New York City when you know full well that probably the overwhelming majority of orphans in New York City are, in fact, minorities. Why is it okay for a participant in the patriarchy, the white male, the, the most highly paid federal employee in the government, why is it okay for him to basically kill 75% of participants 
in an AIDS drug study that happened to be minorities, or more than likely happened to be minorities? Ask yourself that question. All those Democrats out there should look in the mirror and ask themselves that question. You cannot support this individual anymore. I mean, he's borderline Dr. Mengele from World War II and the SS. I mean, this, is not, this is not funny anymore. So why is all this stuff happening? Why are they going after kids? Why are they suddenly approving these drugs? It's almost like they're in a race for something because now in the United States, kids 5 to 11 can get these Pfizer-BioNTech inoculations. China just came out on the same day, oddly enough, like there's some sort of global cooperation and coordination behind the scenes, said that we will be able to inoculate children at three years old. Cuba said the same thing a while ago. So three-year-olds are now being inoculated against COVID-19 when there is a one in one million chance of a child dying from COVID. In fact, most of the children that contract COVID don't even know about it and recover without even blinking an eye. So why are they doing it? I remember one study all the way back in 2020 or early 2021 where one of the participants kept saying that they could no longer feel God. Why is that? So these inoculations seemingly remove a connection to the higher source, whatever that is, whatever you choose to believe in. These inoculations seem to knock out what they call the VMAT2 gene, which is the God gene. It's what enables you to connect to a higher sense of morality. And so if you ask yourself, how do we really connect? How do we really use the VMAT2 gene? How do we know it's working? It's really, really simple. If you are doing something you love, you are going to be in high spirits. And if you're in high spirits, it tends to show that the VMAT2 gene is more predominant within the body of individuals like that. So basically, do what you love, and you've got a strong connection and a strong VMAT2 gene preponderance within your body. What these inoculations are doing, seemingly remove that connection, seemingly deaden that VMAT2 gene. And you have to go back to a talk. Tech Vancouver... Back in 2017, a guy by the name of Jordy Paul. Jordy Paul went out there and said, and he developed an AI company, which is ultimately bought by another Chinese company that focuses on chat platforms. So this AI company, he was saying that he's basically running studies to connect to higher intelligences from other dimensions. He literally says this. And so what he describes these higher intelligences as um, as H.P. Lovecraftian old ones. So beings that know they, they don't care about humans. They care about humans as much as you care about ants. But what he says is they need to function. So what we're potentially looking at here is sophisticated AI removing VMAT2 connections to allow something else to come in to replace it. You're literally looking at possession through AI, through 5G, through the supposed graphene oxide. Basically, the graphene oxide takes or allows 5G to resonate throughout the inoculated's body, which deadens that connection, which allows something else to go into it. And you have to go back to occultism and the mystery schools to realize that what they say in the occult schools 
is that you, when you try to go in there, you have to know what your past lives are to basically coordinate all of your lives to really reach your full potential. So all those people out there that believe this is the only life, they're wrong. Same concept here, except the beings that are trying to be in charge here through AI and 5G, they already know. They just need some way to formulate themselves on the earthly planes. And I suspect that's exactly what we're looking at here. They don't want the old bodies. They don't want the old frail bodies. They want children. They want child bodies to further their plans from the get-go. This is it. This is Resonance on OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. I am your host, Chris Michaels. We're here every single Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashby. On the Wake Up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.